Everything created by God is good. Nothing is to be rejected if it is received with gratitude. It's sanctified with the word and prayer. But good things can be abused. Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. The Holy Scriptures celebrate the blessing of wine. In Judges, we read that it cheers the heart of God and men. In 1 Timothy, its medicinal benefits are extolled. We read in Ecclesiastes 9, 7, Go then, eat your bread in happiness, and drink your wine with a cheerful heart, for God has already approved your works. Solomon also writes about wine often in the book of Proverbs. And in chapter 3, he tells us that those who honor Jehovah from their wealth, from their firstfruits, will be blessed, including having our vats overflowing with new wine. Let's give thanks to the Lord for his good gifts, but also let's heed his warning to those who abuse them. Hear now from God's holy and inspired word in Proverbs 23, verses 29 through 35. Who has woe? Who has sorrow? Who has contentions? Who has complaining? Who has wounds without cause? Who has redness of eyes? Those who linger long over wine those who go to taste mixed wine. Do not look on the wine when it is red, when it sparkles in the cup, when it goes down smoothly. At the last it bites like a serpent and stings like a viper. Your eyes will see strange things, and your mind will utter perverse things. And you will be like one who lies down in the middle of the sea, or like one who lies down on the top of a mast. They struck me, but I did not become ill. They beat me, but I did not know it. When shall I awake? I will seek another drink. Wine, or other alcohol, is a gift from Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It is something we are free to enjoy or refrain from as long as we do it to the glory of God. Because whether we eat or drink or whatever we do, we are to do all to the glory of God. Those who partake are told both about the benefits of doing so as we do it in obedience to the commands of King Jesus, and warned about the results from abusing his good gift. Our passage begins with a question in verse 29, and responds in verse 30 with a clear answer. And then Solomon, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, continues by warning those who engage in drunkenness. He warns about the bite and sting, the danger and destruction, the foolhardiness and pain, the distortion of reality, and the illness that comes to those who linger long over wine. Interestingly, older translations like the 1599 Geneva Bible and the King James Bible translate verse 33, Thine eyes shall behold strange women. Now we can debate linguistics here, but there is no debating the fact that drunkenness often leads to fornication and adultery. Or again, in the Old English, it will bring thee to whoredom. The truth is clear. 
the proper use of this gift from God brings health, joy, and blessings. The abuse brings devastation, destruction, and even death. When Jesus Christ instituted the Lord's Supper, he did so with bread and wine, the bread representing his broken body, the wine his shed blood. Using wine when we celebrate communion reminds us that those who drink it in a worthy manner are blessed. They are having their faith strengthened and their lives made more holy. But hypocrites, as the Heidelberg Catechism says, and such that turn not to God with sincere hearts, eat and drink judgment to themselves. In Christ Jesus, God has already approved our works. Go then, eat your bread with happiness, and drink your wine with a cheerful heart. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him.